we're doing this sermon series that you asked for, which is a series of requests. Um, and the questions that I got, or there were two questions that came in that I've sort of put together here. And the questions that came in were, should non-Christians tithe? Yes. And <laughs> how do non-believers serve in the church? So these are the two questions. And so I thought I would answer both of those. You got the answer to the first one already. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, we do. Um, we do need. We do need uh, faithful givers, obviously, and uh, there are uh, examples throughout Scripture of of non-believers, so to speak, in their participation in the church, and that's what we're going to look at today, really quickly. Um, and uh, the main thing that I want to get out of this morning is the understanding, and it was sort of linking it all together, that last week we talked about prayer and uh, the sense of humbling ourselves before God and coming together as a people before God in prayer. And then um, David and his testimony this morning and his, his information that we got on his ministry and him coming out of Lakeside and coming out of this body of believers to be able to minister in Winnipeg and uh, the other uh, mission partners that we have and the ministry that goes on out of here, the benefit of belonging or the purpose of belonging to a church, the purpose of the church, that people would belong, that they would grow up in Christian community, that they would be uh, learn to love God and love Jesus here and then take that love and minister to other people, that there's a purpose in everything that we're doing here, that there's a reason for tithing, that there's a reason for the, for the money to come in and there's a reason for the gathering and there's a reason for the programs and there's a reason for the mission, which is to, to belong, to come to a place of belief to be able to then become ministers to the gospel. And so that's the, the message this morning of, of how belonging and believing of how Christians and non-Christians interact with the church and what is the purpose of belonging to lead to believing. And then at the end of this, we're going to have two testimonies of, of Curtis and Jesse who are going to be baptized, which is sort of the exclamation point on the end of belonging to the church, that we belong to believe and to, give, and to, to come to a place of salvation and, and testify of our faith in Christ. And so all of that I'm going to try and do here, and I'm going to do it a little bit differently, I think, as I was sort of thinking about the time we have and, and how to present this. Um, if you'll bear with me, uh, this is unusual, but I'm going to essentially preach my sermon as a prayer. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray a really long prayer. And so you can close your eyes or open your eyes or whatever you want to do, but I'm going to pray this as our prayer, as our hope for how non-Christians and Christians will participate in this local body of believers. And what I hope to do is pray from Scripture here that I have and, and pray through the pictures of how God has opened up His people to belonging. How God, from the very beginning, opened up His nation for others to join and to belong. And that from belonging, they would come to have an understanding of who He is and come to believe and then become ministers of His gospel. So that's how I'm going to do it. So if you'll just join with me, I'm going to pray through my sermon. And I'm going to pray it as our prayer for what Lakeside would be. For both believers and seekers belonging to the community of Christ. Let's pray. Father God, I come to You to pray. 
to pray that as a people, Lakeside would be a place that we may first belong, but then would come to believe. That just as in your word, in, in Scripture, as you called Abraham to become a nation, Israel, that you chose a people to carry your name and to hold yourself up before the world, a distinct covenant community that you could act in, that you could move through your Holy Spirit in, that you could heal and redeem and perform miracles in, and that covenant community, the nation of Israel, would be on display for the world. That's the community that you have in your church, and that's what we pray that we would be, that we would be a people who belong to a covenant community that you can move in and act in and put us on display to the world to make your name great. And Father, that in, in your nation of Israel, that it was an ethnic nation that people were born into by heritage and that they were born as a people of God. And in, in many ways, Lord, your, your church today reflects that. We have children, Lord, that are, are born into the community of faith. They're not believers yet, but they're our children. And they're born into this local community of Christians. And they participate as belongers to this community. That they grow up and they're taught and they're seeking to know you and we teach them about you and they learn their spiritual gifts and they learn how they can serve you and eventually they come to a knowledge of you and they minister and they become believers, true belongers to the community. And Father, that was true of your nation Israel, that there were those that were born into the nation and they were ethnically belongers to your community. But Lord, not all Israel was true Israel. And you made that clear. Jesus said to the, to the Pharisees, He acknowledged that not everyone is Israel who is a child of Abraham. And so Father, we recognize that as well. That our children, that they're born into this community and that we have to raise them up so that they become part of your true community of believers. And Father, that's what we would pray for, that we would welcome our children into participation and into this community, that they would, that we would work with them and, and draw them along and be teaching them so that they can come to faith in you. And Father, even in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul recounts his heritage as belonging to a faith community, as belonging to the nation of Israel from the tribe of Benjamin and a Pharisee and you know, circumcised on the seventh day and zealous to the law. But he counted it all as rubbish for the true relationship that he had with you when he came to believe. And so, Father, in the nation of Israel, we have this picture of a people of God that many belong to, that are meant to glorify your name, that are meant to draw people to you. And so, Father, as Lakeside today, in this church, in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, we're a New Covenant people that exists to bring our own children who are born into this covenant into a knowledge of You, but then also to accept outsiders, to accept those that are seeking to become part of this covenant community and are seeking to belong somewhere to get to know You and learn about You and discover who You are. And Father, that's who we have to be as a church. We have to have Your heart for people, for the nations that they can belong. And Father, again, I look back 
to the consistency of the picture of your people, of your covenant people in Israel. Your covenant people was not just for Israel. It was always for the nations. It was to draw people. You sent missionaries out into the foreign nations so that they would hear and learn of you and you provided a way that people could become part of Israel. You explain in your law that there would be one law for Israel and for strangers and that strangers who came to partake in the feasts and in the glory and in the knowledge and in the worship of you at the temple, that they could become Israel. That if they would be circumcised, if they would take Passover, if they would worship at the temple, they could be grafted in. And so, Father, Your Word has always been that Your nation, Your people are open to belonging. And so, Father, we understand these pictures that You are painting, these pictures of belonging, that we as a church have to have open doors, that we have to have ways for people to engage with us, to be able to take communion with us, to be able to worship with us, to be able to learn and sit under the teaching of Your Word with us, to be able to understand that there is a community that they can belong to of faith and the benefit of belonging to that community primarily, Lord, above and beyond all else is that they would come to know You through Your Son, Jesus Christ. And so, Father, as a church, we just want to keep our doors open. We do not want to turn people away. We do not want to shun people. We do not want to put people down. We don't want to make people feel bad. We don't want to judge them. We want people to come through these doors, Lord, and know that they can belong. Know that this is a safe place for them. That this is a place where they find grace. That this is a place where they find mercy. Father, that's our prayer. That first and foremost, Lakeside would be a church where people can belong. And then, Father, as we think about belonging to the church and we think about most importantly, firstly, as full members, as believers in Christ, the importance of how we as Christians interact with the church, the importance that we as Christians are faithful members to this church, first of all, in accountability and in governance, Lord. Father, that we recognize that it's not good for us as Christians to not be part of a body of believers where we can be accountable and we can be ministered to and we can be governed faithfully so that we can stay on track and so, Lord, as we think about belonging and believing, we think about accountability to our brothers and sisters and the encouragement we get from them. And we think about being part of the flock, even as Elder Graham prayed earlier about being sheep. Maybe that was before the service, I forget. But we were praying together, and he prayed about how we were sheep and how we need to be shepherded. And, Father, we're meant to be a flock. We're not meant to be alone and lost. The one sheep that's out in the woods, you'll go get that sheep and bring them in. And so, Father, we need to cherish that, that we are a flock together, that we are also members of a body, that we are not meant to be an eye or an arm or a finger off alone, impossible to function except together as a body. And so as we think about how we interact with the church, Lord, as Christians, as believers, we are a flock, we are a body. All the pictures that you have in your Scripture of a nation, of a people, of a family, of a body, of a flock, it's all together, Lord. And so, Father, help us hold that forward in who we are as a church. And Father, even more so in shared burdens. Father, I would pray that we would bear one another's burdens and we can't do that alone. We have to belong before we can share burdens with each other. And so many other things, Lord. There, there's so many ways in which you paint a picture of how we are to be together 
But your plan is that we would be together and belong and take ownership and be part of a family and be part of a nation and be part of a citizenship in a church, in your church, Lord. And Father, forgive us when we have either pushed outsiders away or we have not been a welcoming place or we have not taken seriously our commitment to the family. Father, we have to take this belonging and believing seriously. And finally, Lord, and also, Lord, I would just pray that we would draw together that our, that our worship, that our, the purpose of Your church is to, we would understand that it is to draw people to You. That participation in worship and preaching and ministries is meant to draw strangers and draw people who are outside of your community into your community. And we have the example of the Apostle Paul in, in 1 Corinthians 14 when he talks about strangers who come into the church and what do they witness? And what is going to attract them to God? And what is going to discourage them and send them away? And Paul says when strangers are among us, and so we have to understand that we have this, this mixture of people just as Israel was a mixture as a nation, we are a mixture of people who are seekers and believers. And we need to be an attractive place for people to belong. In the various texts in Acts where Paul is preaching and he is drawing people to form the church, Lord, I just pray that we would understand these, these pictures of belonging and how they lead to believing. And Father, we understand that people are going to come among us. We understand that seekers are going to come to this church and they're going to belong here maybe for a long time before they come to believe. And we have to be a people that welcome seekers. We have to be a people that welcome strangers. We have to be a people that welcome those who are wrestling with their understanding of who You are. And that by those people being among us, that they hear the Word of God, that, that they get the benefit of their our, straight, our thinking being straightened out, they, we have the benefit of emotional healing and encouragement and help and care for ourselves. And, and we have the care for our children and, and Sunday school and the ministries that minister to us. And we have this healthy community that is, has a positive moral influence. And that it's safe and that it's welcoming among all the different ways that there's a beneficial. That we understand that the ways of God are good and that it's good to be part of God's community. And that's what the church is meant to do, Lord. It's meant to draw people into Your goodness. And so, Father, that's our prayer. That's our prayer this morning. That we would be a church that people feel welcome to. That we would be a church that people can belong to. At whatever level they're seeking You, Lord, they can belong. They can feel like they belong. They can sit under Your teaching. They can be encouraged by fellow believers. Father, we want to be a church that has our doors wide open. That people can come and not be judged but find mercy and grace and safety. The same mercy and grace and safety that we found in You and we find in You every day as believers. And Father, when it comes to serving and to giving, You honor it all. And we have these other pictures in Scripture. If I was to go through and just consider the pictures in Scripture of people who serve You, people who were far from You and people who were drawing near to You and, and how You honored that. I think of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Here is a Gentile 
a Roman who is giving alms. He's giving faithfully to the church because he is seeking you and he's seeking answers for you in his life and he's seeking your will. And so he is participating in the feast and he is giving alms. And you answer directly through your apostle and you say, God has seen your alms and your service. And you, and you answer Cornelius and you bring him closer to you because of his participation in the community of believers even though he was an outsider. And so, Father, we just, we just pray. I just pray. This is, this is our heart, Lord. As we've thought about your desire for our church, about how our light is going to break forth like the dawn, about how we as a, as a community of believers are going to burst outside of the walls of this, we have to be a place where people can belong. We have to be a place whose doors are wide open, who are welcoming, where Halliburton and, and the county and the highlands of people can come and belong here before they believe. And so, Father, I just want to make this clear. We understand that belonging can be benefiting, but it's not believing. And that was the error of many people. That they thought because they belonged to the nation of Israel that therefore they were saved. But You made it clear, Lord, that there was Israel and there was true Israel. And people can belong to a church they can get caught up in the routine of serving and giving and worshiping and coming to church and think that they are believers, but they're not, Lord. They're just belongers. And so, Father, we draw that line very clearly too. And I would pray that any who are here who are just participating in the community of faith thinking that saves them, it doesn't. They need to come to a relationship with You. They need to repent and believe and commit their lives and put You first and sacrifice everything else for You. And Father, on the other side of the coin, that believing but not belonging is not beneficial. And Father, there are too many of those as well. There are too many Christians that I've encountered who believe but don't belong to the church. They don't really own it. And Father, it's not how You meant us to be that there is very little benefit. The purpose of believing is to belong to the family of God. The purpose of believing is to be drawn into a local body of believers and to participate in that and express the spiritual gifts and minister to people. And so, Lord, I pray for those believers who are not belonging. Help us to reach out to them and help them to engage with us so that they would belong to a local body. Father God, You tell us so much about this. Whether it's the Old Covenant under the nation of Israel or whether it's the New Covenant and the people of God. That we are to belong and to believe. And so, Father, I just give You thanks that this church, Lakeside, has been a, a church that has exemplified that. That we have been a church with open doors and we want to continue to open them wider. That this is a place where people can feel safe. That this is a place where people can come to know You. And Father, I give You thanks right now as we are about to baptize two believers that have come to know You through the testimony of the people of this church. And they exemplify the examples that I've been praying about. One in Jesse Schmidt was born into a Christian family as a young child. He was born into this church. He belonged to this church as a child before he came to believe. And he's a belonger, and now he's a believer. And Father, 
for Curtis, who was far from you by his own testimony, had no connection to the church as a child, wasn't born into anything, except like all of us, born into sin. But because the Ray family was part of a church that loved, and because they had a testimony of your goodness and your grace to them, Curtis could belong to a church before he came to believe. And we have his testimony today as well. And so, Father, this morning we have both testimonies of a child born into the church, growing up belonging and then believing, and of a stranger far from the church and far from the faith community who comes to faith through the church. Father, I just pray that we would understand here that what we do is so important. That what we do here is not just a good time on Sunday morning. It is transformational in the lives of our children. It's transformational in the lives of the people we encounter. As long as we are a covenant people that people can belong to and then come to believe in you. Father, put that on our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for bearing with me in that. We have two testimonies by video. Curtis and Jesse, could you come up here? I just, you don't have to say anything. I know you're shy, but. <laughs>